Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to the Barbie Way podcast. It is your one and only host, Courtney V, and welcome to episode 27. This episode, I have a special guest by the name of Will Joseph. He's a mentor, a coach, and also a community activist located right in Stanford, Connecticut. He speaks on his experiences in starting a nonprofit organization, as well as some of the issues faced in our community. And when I say our community, I'm speaking on Black communities. So stay tuned and let's start the show. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining the Barbie Way podcast. And your name is Wilner Joseph. Correct. Right. Okay. Um, I was like, I hope I pronounced that right. No, nah, you, you pronounce it right, but you know, people in the community, a lot of people call me and knows me as Poppy also. So Okay. I, I, I try to keep it real professional to everybody for sure they can call me Will. Well, okay, okay. All right. Well, so we have uh Will here. He's a mentor. You're also a coach and a community activist. Correct. I know that yeah. um we spoke recently too, and you were also telling me that you're a part of a well, you you kind of are the co-founder of the nonprofit organization that you have of Young Athletes for Change. So you Correct. do a lot of really great things in the community. And where do you, let's just tell our listeners, where are you checking in from? Well, <laughs> I'm checking in from my home right now. Um, I was ripping and running all day. Um, I, I kind of took the day today to uh, organize my life, pre, pre uh, you know, pre-organize uh, my life in a sense. I, I just came back from Maryland. I had to take a little, a quick break. Sometimes okay. in life, we, we, we rip and run so much and we need to really sit back and say and, and just re, rejuvenate and and and, and re, re, like just hit that reset button. Right. So I went away. I went away to Maryland for a couple of days, and I came back, and I just I sat at the beach today, just nice. doing some reading and some journaling and just reflecting on things that I need to do because what what I, what what tends to happen when you're a community activist and a giver and someone that loves to help others, you tend to forget about yourself and what's more important in your life. You know right. what I'm saying? So like because I had you're to, offering I, so much as the yes. community activist and helper. And you can't offer too much if you if you're not if you don't have if you, if you don't have nothing to offer. You know what I'm saying? In the sense like right. if you're not right within yourself, if you, if you're giving so much out and you don't you don't put back in with back yourself, in. you right. got to check back in, you know? So I, I had to really uh check back in. So um you know, so so I was out just now just um running some errands. I I just, I just did a uh um a smoothie just you know just checking like i said checking in with myself self-love nice. a little bit self-love today and you're so I, in I, connecticut though right yes I, i'm I'm in stanford connecticut i reside in stanford connecticut nice nice so yeah i'm well i was looking through the young athletes for change and i did see you know the mission you guys should definitely check it out um so it's young athletes for change.com you have like events your mission you know what what you guys are about and also donations are welcome too um, so before we get into the interview, I just wanted, I have a segment that I like to do of just kind of icebreaker questions, just so that yes. our listeners can get to know you. So let's just start with this. And our listeners like this a lot too, because they get to know, you know, who you are besides what you're okay. actually doing. So um, if you could play basketball with any famous player, who would you choose? If I can play basketball with a current player or, or just... Fame, dead or alive, whatever. Um... I have to pick one. Yeah. Um, I would say. <laughs> He's like Michael just one. J- Michael Jordan. Okay. You know, I really thought that I was gonna give you like an ultimatum. I said I feel like he's gonna choose Michael Jordan. 
I mean, he's one of the best, so hey. Yeah. All right, next question. So what are three things you take with you? What are three things you would take with you if you were stranded? Like, you know, three <laughs> things that you would obviously take. Three things I would take with me if I was stranded. That's a, I like I like I like this icebreaker. It's pretty true. <laughs> we get to find out who you are, Joseph. Exactly. So um I definitely would take uh, my cell phone with me so I could just communicate with people I need to communicate with and be able to stay in tune okay. with what's going on around the world and just, you know, just just connecting being with people. Being up to date. Yeah, being up to date what's going on. Um I would definitely take with me uh just things that keep me alive which is like food and you know vegetables and things of that nature right right and the third thing i would take with me um definitely a good reading just something to keep me yeah busy. if you're stranded right i like yeah. that one i would definitely bring a book or some something like that to keep my mind something on. something to keep my mind going because reason why i say that is because when, when i think about people who are stranded or uh, confined and in, in like let's say prison. True. What yeah. gets them through their sentencing or or get gets them through that that whole confined wall is reading. Mm -hmm. and yeah. I've talked to a lot of people about it, and, and and you know when you're when you're when you're stranded, your mental health is very important. Mm -hmm. So you know it's just, uh, you have to stimulate your mind. So I think reading will definitely keep my mind going and be able to stimulate my mind. You know All right. I mean? So you said cell phone. You're gonna have your food and vegetables and a book. I like that. Yep. All right. Um, I got two more for you. So the next one is Jay-Z or DMX. And I can tell uh, you're a fan because I've seen your story today of both. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you got to pick one. I got to pick one in a sense of uh, to, to go with me while I was stranded? No, no, no. This is just oh. a totally another question. Like, who are you choosing, Jay-Z or DMX? Um, I would have to go with DMX. Really? Yes. Um, reason why is because I feel like DMX, I will be able to relate more to and, and have a better conversation with and, okay. and not feel like I'm walking on eggshells. Right. Like he's more relatable. You can have a, a regular conversation with him. And reason why I say that also, I've, I've hung out with DMX before. And, um, okay. so like, he, I, to me, he, he, he's more real, you know what I'm saying? Like in a sense, like I can, he's more approachable, I, I could say. He's yeah, more approachable. yeah, so I, I, I feel I feel like the same way too. I mean, Jay Z is like, more approachable. I've seen Jay Z close at uh, one time in my life, face to face, him and Beyonce. Like, we're no way. And, yeah, it was. I never like I was I was going to a Nas event, private event for all NBA All Star Weekend. Okay. And um, no, it was uh Super Bowl weekend in New York City, and I was going out a private elevator, going to Nas's private party. It was he had a Hennessy party. And uh, I was wondering, like, what was going on? Everybody was, like, going crazy. I'm like, what the hell? And I see right. these big bounces coming down my way. And they were like, and Jay-Z walks by me with Beyonce. And I'm like, I pause. Like, I was like, oh, shoot. And he I looks at me and wave. But I wanted to, like, hey. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was like, I was just too shocked. Shelt, like, I was no, too yeah. shocked. I was like, oh, I my God. I would have been the same Beyonce. way, especially seeing Beyonce. Like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, they got in the same <laughs> elevator that I was getting, I got off of, so. Man, kind of was listen, you were sharing the same space with them. That's still lit. Oh, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Of course. So last question. Um, dead or alive, who would you like to share a meal with? Dead or alive? Tupac. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. So yeah, that was just our icebreaker segment, like I said, just to get to know you a little bit better. So just on to the things that you are doing. Um, do you want to, I kind of want to know more about of uh, the hoops um, for change. Well, well, well young athletes well, young for change. Athletes, I know well, you have something called like that. Well, 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 Hoops for All, when I first started my business in 2012, Hoops for All was based around um, creating basketball programs, opportunities for children um, on, the, on the spectrum with ch children with autism. And okay. when I was doing that, um, it, you know, it, it, it was, it was a pretty good concept and idea to uh, keep those kids engaged, um, right. busy, and also um, keeping them interactive with, with their peers and, 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 and a way to keep them, you know, to exercise and work on their eye coordination and things of that nature. It, it, it was, it, it was pretty good. And, um, you know, when I was doing that, and also what ages do, were you what ages were those children i mean i know like with now they kind of look as yeah. a teen or middle school so what well, age the ages the ages i have was uh ages like 10 to high school like like okay. 10 to like 16 17 those That's are the kids nice. i was working with yeah so then um you know as as years went on i used to do like uh celebrity basketball games for autism awareness month in april and i had a lot of, a lot of different uh celebrities come through and play uh, basketball to raise money and awareness nice. uh, for autism, and I also had those kids play basketball prior before our games, where I had a um, an announcer from Rucker Park, a real famous uh, street ball uh, park out in Harlem, a guy named Hannibal who came came through and uh, you know did a lot of commentating um, and, and giving those kids little nicknames. It was cool to see the parents. Uh, they were just like all much. interactive, being exactly. a kind of thing. Yeah, well, it, it was it, almost it was like a, a community base, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. So then, do. like, 2017, I, I kind of um, changed the name and, and the mission. Um, but Hoops for All still exists as a nonprofit. But under okay. the umbrella, Hoops for All is Young Athletes for Change. So what, what made me switch it up was my brother, Max, who he's on his shirt, made out of smile at me, stand up so the viewers can see. Okay. Um, my brother was murdered in 2017, April 20th, downtown Bridgeport at McCleavy Green. Um, and um, I kind of came up with a different concept. I wanted to go in a different direction with basketball in the sense of raising awareness around a lot of different things that's, that's impacting our community, which is like gun violence, um, you know what I mean? Domestic violence, mental health, a lot of different things. And what brings people together to bring awareness is sports. Yeah. I like that. And you know what, um, just to like a side note, I noticed that that you kind of bring that awareness on the on the go podcast that you have as well. Yes. So I noticed that you kind of you bring that awareness kind of to the to the black community, black community, which makes sense because, you know, it stemmed from you, you losing your brother. Like that was the message that you wanted to get across. Like it had a cause to it. Yeah, I, I pretty much took um, my pain and, and turned into power in a yeah. sense. Um, because, you know, coming from an African-American community, we usually take our pain and we, uh, we, we, we turn in a different direction, a negative direction. We either want to retaliate or we turn right. to drugs or alcohol to, um, to deal with the pain. So I, I, I chose to go in a different direction with it, where I wanted to embrace our community, where we can raise awareness around gun violence and also keep my brother's legacy alive and, 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 and you know, and, and do something and honor his name. And also be an advocate for other parents who've, who've dealt with the same tragedy as myself and my family. Right. I think that's real positive. I think that's real dope that you do that. Um, also, I noticed on your Young Athletes for Change uh, website that you got the hoops in action. And it looks like you have games and panels. 
is it yeah. you have an event coming up this next month or i know it's said in the beginning of july is the corona i know that with the virus is well, well, that kind of affected anything well the coronavirus kind of put a lot of things on hold um i was supposed yeah. to do a huge event in april uh during my brother's uh anniversary um the day of him right. passing i was supposed to do an event at yukon um what i was going to do the uh concept was i was going to bring a lot of different uh uh, panel panelists on to speak about their experiences on losing a loved one. I was going to get Pop Smoke's mom. She was going to be one of my guests and a couple nice. other parents. Um, you know what I right, mean? Right, so she can relate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was tragic. Um, so yeah. that, that was my thing. And when this happened, it kind of put everything on hold. And, and my event for, uh, for July was going to be a kickball event, which is still going to go on. But I haven't, okay. I haven't ch chose a date as of yet. But it's, it's in the works. Like, every, everything's... Uh, been talked about and, 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 and written down. No, or whatever. Definitely. I, I, I like the breakdown of it. And if our listeners are definitely interested, you're in Connecticut, it's on Young Athletes for Change. And you'll see it right on the website. It has about and then events and then your um, mission. Yes. I believe. And your donations as well, which yep, I thought correct, was good. Yep. So like, say if a young team does come to one of those events, is this something that they have to, their mom and dad has to sign up for? Is this more like, can you know what what can they expect going there can they just be walking around and pop in and still kind of get this form of community that's going on in those events well for my past events a, a lot of uh youth who came and uh participated i give them the opportunity to volunteer to get that under okay. their belt where they can uh, you know i could write a letter for them and for the future if they want to go off to college nice like put on their resume or something yes put on their resume awesome. and um you know a lot of kids you don't have to come with your parents um the opportunity is, is for you to feel free to come on your own, you know, on your own terms yeah. and participate in the event and just learn more about what my organization is about and what we bring to the table. And also bringing that, uh, that connection where other youth from other different cities, what I do, I've always connect other youth from other different cities to people in my city, because what growing up, there's always been this disconnection where people feel like they can't go to other cities because of uh, past, um, you know, yeah. past beefs. You know, there's always been that yep. stigma of Norwalk and Stanford don't you get along. Can't go over there, Norwalk. They can't come on yeah. this side type. Yep. So I, I, I try to break do. that cycle when I do my events. I invite everyone from every city. Connecticut, you know, Stanford, nice. Norwalk, Bridgeport, New Haven, Waterbury. And then I even extend it from Westchester, New York, New Jersey. I, I, I bring everyone together where we all we all in this together. You know, no matter what community you come from, what city or what race, we all in this together. That's really dope. Um, I'm, I'm happy for you. And that's cool that you have those events. Um, I definitely try to stay tuned with your event going on in July. I know you say you don't really have a date. This coronavirus has just put everything on hold, to be honest. So, yeah. But, you, you know, you know, the positive thing about this whole situation, because it, there's so much negative talk about the coronavirus, but there's never no, no nobody pretty much. There's been a lot of great things happening with this. coronavirus. Sense, what, I, what I mean is like, I was able to create a podcast through this coronavirus. I was able, yourself, you know, I see you, you got a nice podcast going on. Thank I see you. a lot of like DJs are doing a lot of things, giving back to the community. Yes. There's so many, there's a lot of great positive things coming out of this. And my thing is what this have done is gave, gave a lot of people an opportunity to be more creative. And when yeah, you come out of is. this, to, to come out of this whole situation uh, better than what you were before. Before, and right. And what else do, it does too, it exposes a lot of people who were not doing the work. Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> you know that what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, you know, it, it makes you hustle a little bit harder and, and, and think a little bit better. And like I said, just be more creative during this time. 
I think I, I definitely agree with you. Like, it's definitely for me too. just having time to sit down and reflect more. Like I'm not going to work. I've been out of work for two months, but I've, I've enjoyed the time home because I'm doing actually things that like I've always wanted to make time for, but because my schedule is always so busy with school and work, I never yeah. had the time. So having that time now, it just, it feels like, listen, I'm not even ready to go back. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, but moving forward, so you also, you are into so many things, and I think it's really cool because a lot of people can definitely, like, look up to you with this if they wanted to start a nonprofit organization for a certain cause that they could relate to, because you also have a clothing brand, um, yes. Million Dollar Smile, and is that one of the, the sweatshirt that you're wearing now, is that what is on the Million Dollar Smile? Yes, this is, this okay. is a, one of the hoodies that I have on. It's an orange hoodie. Um you know, that represents uh, gun violence. And like I said, it's in, in the honor of my brother, Max Antoine, who passed away, but it also re reflects um, not just my brother, other uh, African-American African, African -American men who, who've passed away through mm -hmm. gun violence. And because there's when you, so when you, when you, many. When you, so what it does is it represents joy, black joy, because if you see a lot of pictures that's posted up, you see a lot of mug shots or pictures of someone yes. who passed away and it's always a sad face. It's never the a happy joy face. aspects of it. And yes. nothing that what they what they did positive. It's sad because the media does kind of portray this image where you know when someone um, I I totally forgot his name. I feel bad, but he just he got he passed away. He was shot by the two white men in Georgia. And uh, um, they always you, you be uh, Ahmad Ahmad Aubrey. Ahmad. Yeah, I, I thought I don't know if it was Ahmad or Ahmad, but it, that story pisses me off a little bit because. It's just like they always try to find like something that he did in the past to kind of reconcile of what he did. That's not exactly. the point. Like he was running, his, he was running, doing his money job, whatever. He probably started doing that because of the coronavirus. Like you know what? Let me start taking you know walks or jogs, trying to be healthy. And he still got tackled down by two. Just that story pissed me off so much. Is like the media is always trying to portray like a different aspect. And I even noticed that on your on the go podcast that you, you spoke on that a little bit. Yeah. You kind um, of gave I, I, it more of um, a view on it. Because reason why is because it's like, you know, situations like that with people like ourselves who have a platform, we have to shed light on it and also keep, uh, keep, keep it going because um, Ahmad could have been me. I, I go exactly. out for runs. I go out and play basketball. I go out and, and enjoy and, and and try to enjoy a little bit of fresh air. So just the fact that being a young black man in this country, you know, to step outside of your door and, and not knowing that if you go for a walk, you might not make it back to your family, it's, it's kind of scary. It is scary. It, and it's, it's so much more than Ahmad, you know, like Sandra Bland. And it goes back to even Trayvon Martin. Like, just yes. everything that goes on with just losing a life for anything. Women are getting killed inside of their homes for nothing. It's just like, I, I made an episode about this. It's kind of like, it's not off topic, but it is. But it's like, I feel like as a black community to stop trying to, I don't want to say quote unquote, ask the white man for justice. It's like, I feel like at this point, we just need to go get it ourselves. Because well, what more you, we've you, been, you, you know, we've been marching for so long. I mean, I hear, you know, from just history. And it's just like, I feel like we yeah. really need to just take it in our own hands and start everything just black economy, black dollar, black community, like black farms, black everything. You know what I'm I saying? I would say, like I, I was talking to someone recently. I, I think bringing back the the similar concept of the Black Panther movement, we need to we need to yeah. figure that out. Yeah, yeah. But I but so it, it, it's kind of hard per se because what, what I want to what I want to say to you today is because 
white people won't respect us until we start respecting ourselves. What I mean by that is yeah. when we start really appreciating each other, when we start hating on each other, killing each other, and we stick together, then they'll start really, when they see, when they see every time they turn on the TV or they hear on the, us rappers talking about shooting the next rapper or whatever it is, the at the end of the day, them, yeah. we, we lose respect for each other when we, when we hurt each other for no apparent reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like, I believe in some of these marches, but when are we going to take a stand for ourselves and say, enough right. is enough. Let's get justice for people in our community. Because you know, like, think about it. You're we right. live in Connecticut. The most the, the most murders happen in Bridgeport, Hartford, New Haven. Yeah. Where's the that's justice true. for our local black men who's dying over nothing? You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like we, it we, starts we, 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 with exactly it starts within our community. We we gotta check ourselves first before we step outside talking about marching and wanna raise hell for a white man yeah. killing us. But what about raising hell when another black man kills us? Exactly. Right. No, you have that's definitely or, 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 or when that's another true. black man disrespect another queen like yourself. Like, why is it okay for a black man to watch another man disrespect and put their hands on you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, we have to change that concept. We got to change that whole narrative of like, it's time for us black men to step up and protect our community, and protect our queens. Definitely. I agree. And then, we, then we gain that respect that we need. Then we could go in and, 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 and say what we want to say. You know right. what I mean? So it starts with us. we all coming as a, as, as a unit. Like, you know, we all on yes. the same page. That definitely makes exactly. sense. That definitely makes sense. Do you at because your when we events, sit together, we're very powerful. Exactly. Do you at your events, um, I know I just said like panels and discussion. Do you actually have like, is it discussions just about the basketball or is it actually discussions about just kind of being, because you know, you're a community, community activist. Is it kind yeah. of more discussions of what's going on in the community or just simply no, just well, the basketball? Pretty much um, all the discussions is, 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 is awareness uh, pertain about what's going on in the community. We don't we don't talk about sports at all. Um, oh, nice! I, like I said, like basketball is just the container to get people in the door. To get you know it. What I'm saying, but like, pretty much get the youth in the door because you know if you say basketball to any of the youth, they're running to the door. So they once like I got the them in the door, I got their ears and their and their eyes. So now before we even pick attention. up this basketball, we're gonna discuss what's going on. So a lot of things That's I brought positive. to their attention is is uh, gun violence and social media bullying. That's one of the biggest things that's oh. impacting us in our community. And I know it must, it, I, I, you know, because like being bullied, I feel like when I was growing up, it was just more in person. But cyberbullying today, the social media bullying, I could just imagine what young kids are going through because that's, it's just, oh, everyone man, it's, has it's, a it's damn bad. phone. You know, at all, I didn't get a phone until I was like 15, 16. These kids are having phones at like eight, nine. You know, yeah, it starts I, so young. It has so much access. <laughs> yeah. And she's only crazy. seven. But that's the new normal. It's like, that's just yeah. what it is. No one has house phones anymore. Everything no. is just a cell phone. Text me and yeah, so. That's There's no communication anymore, man. We, we, we have so much access to everything. It's everything's so easy now. And yep. that's why communication levels are so bad when it comes to friendship, uh, families and relationships. It's so easy for everybody to, to text and not talk to each other over the phone and communicate, or even just sitting down having having a, a, having a, conversation. a, a dialogue with each other, you know? Exactly. And sometimes I see that. You ever go out to eat at a restaurant and you see like a family waiting for food and all oh, of them, man. if it's Terrible. five people at the table, three of them is on their damn phone. No, <laughs> five of them on their damn phone. And actually, <laughs> be four and other person is ordering for, for the four of them. Literally, <laughs> everyone's always on their phone. So it's just like, yeah, the communication just dies down which causes more confusion, more misunderstanding, more problems because no yeah. one is talking. 
So I, I, what I used to do when like um I coach at Greenwich Academy, I coach at all girls basketball, uh, all girls schools, uh, girls varsity. Okay, that's and when dope. we used to go out to eat with our girls, you know, like they always on their phone. Then your girls always. So we used to do we like everybody put your phones in the middle of the table. Whoever picks up that phone has to pay for the has to pay for the bill. Yep. This, yep. That's See, a good one. You know, I thought you was probably gonna say we told them to keep the phone in the car or keep the phone. Nah, in nah, we nah, nah, nah. Yeah, like so we'll tell them, but if they got their phones on them and pull out, we, first of all we say anybody got their cell phones, you gotta put your cell phones in the middle of the table. On the table. If you don't, that's cool. But if you do, and that cell phone, you pick that cell phone for any reason. I don't care who's calling. Right. You're paying that you bill. Paying that bill. Listen, I might have to steal that one. Some of my friends out to eat, like off your phones. I yes. probably need to take that advice too, because sometimes I do be on my like you just have that urge, like hold on, who who hit me up or who texts? Like you just always on the damn phone. It's what bad. it is, it, it, it's a it's a dopamine. Like we always glued to the cell phone. Even like if you if you think about it, when we're driving, we feel like we gotta like touch our cell phones and grab it. That's why yeah. a lot of people tell you people that are mindful of like texting and driving, they throw their cell phones in the back of the, in the back seat so they don't they can't reach their cell phone. Yeah, that's smart to do too. Yeah. So um, even so, on the Go podcast too. Um, what what more do you have to bring with on the podcast? I know you're gonna be speaking on more awareness, but like as far as like your guests and like what you're talking about, what what would we what could we expect to hear? Well, well, well as as of right now, um, we kind of under under uh, construction, like. Um, just to be honest and transparent, and yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I've always you're doing forward. so much, like you have your yeah. hands in so many pots. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, um, so like, when it comes to business, sometimes, you know, like, I, and I know we talked about entrepreneurship. Sometimes when you go into business with others, you have yeah. to be mindful of, of who you go into business with. So like, as of right now, me and my co-hosts are, are splitting ways, um, and. She's gonna move forward with the with the podcast, and I'm gonna go my separate ways and do my own thing, which okay. is okay. There's no there's no bad feelings, and sometimes things that just happens. just doesn't work with with people. You know what I mean? So, and 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 you ha and we have to be mindful of who we collaborate with. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it's not meant. You can't collaborate with just anyone and anybody. You know. That's true. But but you know, on a positive note, you know, um, you know, it it was a good run. You know, we had eight eight good episodes. Um, you know, good content. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people tuning in um, and, and, and for the future, we had, a, you know, my plan, I mean, our plans was to have a lot of great special guests on, but unfortunately things didn't work out in our favor. And, you know, we, we're moving in a different direction, which is okay. That, that, that's a part yourself, of the business and everything, you know? Definitely. Do you see yourself maybe starting, you know, your own um, for yourself? Um, because I feel like you will have a lot of good messages to share and just be motivating, inspiring. I, with whatever I've always been asked to do a, my own podcast, but um, I, 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 I've never, I've never thought about doing my own. Um, on a Wednesday night, like started, uh, I, I did like a, a pretty much like a, um, like a, a on live talking with one of my buddies, Jay from Brooklyn, New York, and we've been having this dialogue going back and forth about things that's impacting us in our community in Stanford. And, and 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 it started doing pretty good. It was like the first we did it for like the first two uh, Sundays in in uh, May, and we got a okay. lot of uh, people was tuning in. We did it on Wednesdays from nine to ten. Like we had like celebrities like Victor Cruz and the Giants that tuned in. So nice. it was it was picking up a look, a look. But I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna stop. You know what I mean? Because you know once you start something, you can't just 
go so, on and, and forget about yeah, it. You know, especially, especially when, when you your create... heart is in it and you exactly. just, it's something no. that you love to do is you got to yeah. find a way to do it no matter absolutely. what. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's, that's I, I mean, definitely dope. If you do, I, I would be down to be a guest on your podcast as well. Oh, I, oh no, come on. You already yeah, know. You, you know. <laughs> no, but you know. I know you did want it to, if you want to speak on your entrepreneurial, you know, experiences, you know, how did you kind of learn that way of just finding out all that information and gaining all that information, the resources behind your nonprofit organizations? Because you have not well, one, but two. Well, you pretty much, it's like, you don't know, want people to know it's, it's not that easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you tell right. people that, oh, oh, now we use that word entrepreneurship really lightly to make, you know what I mean? Like not everybody's an entrepreneur. And just because yeah. you, you you have that title doesn't doesn't uh, mean that you're certified in the sense of like you can run around thinking that you're a boss. That's a, it right. takes a lot of work behind the scenes. It's like uh, that meme that you see that's like um, people think what entrepreneur like look like is like a straight line and what it really is. You know, you're yeah. going to have them good days and them shitty days. It just comes with the territory. It exactly. So, you know, I, I just tell people just, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's, just accepting the challenges and um, also never giving up, you know, just keep pushing no matter the good and the bad. because. Yeah. Not everything's not everything is golden, you know what I mean, and and, and not there's not always an overnight success when it comes to being an entrepreneur, success successful in the, in any business that you're in. It takes a long time to really get what you want. And and even the entrepreneurs who have made it, you know, successful because I've I've read a lot of books just about finances and sometimes just money and even just how things people like you know if you want something so fast like what is the rush of getting it so fast like you have to kind of believe in yourself like you said put in that work in and like see something grow because it's not going to just grow overnight like just no. metaphorically <laughs> speaking to plants you plant a seed it's not yeah. going to grow well, well look day. what i told you yeah i told you i started hoops for all in, two, in 2012 we're in, two, yeah, you we're in what 2020 eight right. years you later the name you switch the mission and that happens but that's yeah. a part of it all. So yeah, like it's a you part said, of growth. Exactly. But imagine if I would have gave up, and I would exactly. say, oh my, you know, you know, you know, like when I when I took a business course, it said you have that that five year window to really see, you know, your business yeah. grow. I'm eight years in, and I'm still learning. I'm still getting better. I'm still learning my craft. I'm still wanting to better that's myself. I, like I'm still trying to get there. And like you know, people who don't know who sees the the glamorous lights and you know, yeah, they don't know behind here, the scenes exactly you yeah, know they, they think um, people think i'm filthy rich and i'm like girl you don't even know boy you right. don't even know it takes a yeah, lot of work let them, think it. Think let them think it and keep doing what you're doing because <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that like yeah that means that means to them you look like you're doing something good and it's yeah. like little do they know you still learning but you still growing and they're gonna grow with you that's just it uh, what it is you always gotta you gotta ask people are they willing to bet on themselves yeah that's the that's the million dollar okay. question if you really want if you really want to get into this business are you willing to bet on yourself right and not too many people want to do that invest in themselves bet on themselves because what it is when you, when you feel like you got to put the money into yourself you know th th there's a possibility you can lose yeah but then when you no lose, one likes the thought of that exactly michael jordan lost like that's why i bring it up michael jordan if you look at it it's uh his uh, documentary, Last Dance, he took a lot of he took a lot of losses to yeah. get where he was at. You, he you don't win, you, you know. 
people don't realize those losses. That's what I said, like even dealing with media again, back to that, they won't portray those losses that he, he went through. They only portray all the wins, all the wins, all the wins. Yes. So, you know, a young one thinking, oh, damn, if I just go to the NBA, I'm going to know you're going to have, it's going to be trials and tribulations no matter yes. what field, no matter Bumps what job. It's just part of it, part of it. That's how I see it too. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, it's always like that. Just imagine when my brother passed away and I, what if I would have said I, I gave up on life and I, I didn't want to continue doing nothing? Right. You know what I mean? So that's why I said there's bumps and bruises when it comes to, uh, to, to, to life. You know, you just, you just got to be, uh, you got to have faith, I always say. Definitely. You're a big believer in the man upstairs and you put him first, anything's possible. Yep, it'll come back and you do good, you get good, I believe Absolutely. in Absolutely, amen. No, but um, I definitely do appreciate you coming on. I feel like you gave so much insight to what you do. And for our listeners, go follow uh, Joseph on Instagram at WPJoseph. And he has all his pages there. Um, well, I know you had you said not the podcast, but hopefully he does one. Or if not, you can I, catch I, I will, his events. I, I, I will soon. He will <laughs> soon. And he soon. check out Young Athletes for Change. It's definitely a great cause. And like you said, you're bringing not just your city, but other cities and even almost into New York to your events. So I'm definitely yes. looking forward to seeing more. And I'm, I really am grateful that you came on the show. Thank you. I am blessed and humbled to be on your show. I, I'm, I'm happy. I love what you're doing. Thank um, you. I just want to say I'm proud of your growth. And I, I've, you know, like the time I met you, like have you grown a lot and you matured and you are, you, you're on to a, a, a great path. Keep up Thank the hard you. work because it's a lot of work. And, and one thing about entrepreneurship, you got to collaborate with the right positive people. Definitely. You know so, you yeah. know, anything I can do to help, don't hesitate to reach out. And I'll, yeah. I'll definitely keep you posted on when I do my podcast. I'll definitely have you on also. De I would love to be a guest on the podcast. So definitely keep me updated. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Have a blessed and productive day. And I'll uh, bless to all your viewers out there. And shout out to all our, our people, our essential workers out there. Yes. Working hard, making sure everybody's safe and healthy. Definitely. Thank you again, and we'll be hearing from you soon. God bless. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. So if you guys want to reach out or have some topics to discuss, I'm always available on IG at the two E's Barbie way. And yeah, hit me up. Let me know any feedback too on any of the episodes. But I just want to say I appreciate for you tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode.